Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Get In Dreamers. I am your co-host, Emily. And I am your other co-host, Christy. Hello, hello. Welcome back. This is our second time trying to record today (laughs) because we've just been having so many technical difficulties Both of our computers are from the dinosaur ages, like before (laughs) computers were even made. These were the prototypes. (laughs) No, literally. The technical difficulties have been technical difficulty today. If Apple, you want to sponsor us, if Apple, if anyone from Apple is listening out there and wants to gift two poor girls (laughs) some MacBooks, that would be incredible because we need new equipment. Let's be real. But do we have the money? No. Not at this time. (laughs) We do not. Like, no. no. (laughs) It's been been, uh, an hour. It's been... It's giving when we first recorded, which also, you know what's crazy? It's been over a year since we started this little shindig. I know. (laughs) I was literally thinking that the other day because we, I remember being in my parents' kitchen in Florida and the Christmas decorations Uh were up and we were like, it was like a wine night or something like that. And we were just having such good conversation and we're like, we should start a podcast. And then we're like, no, like seriously. And then we came up with like all these names to call it. Like we didn't know it, the name was such a struggle. And then we're just like, okay, we're just going to go with getting dreamers. And then we made it. Yeah. Like I, when, when was it December? I want to say it was around this time last year yeah. because I was looking through my Snapchat memories and I had sent you when we were at your house and then you made the espresso martinis <gasps> and then oh you gosh. did like the little chocolate syrup of my of an E uh-huh. for Emily and then that was also when you were like trying to cook and you were like cooking ground oh beef God. but you didn't allow it to thaw so you yeah. literally took it out of the freezer and it was frozen <laughs> and you just threw it in the pan <laughs> yeah I probably still do that today so I have not improved oh, on my cooking yeah. yeah I ha- <laughs> currently in my fridge is I think three eggs zucchini noodles i don't know why i got those because i still haven't eaten them i don't i don't know and then yeah eggs zucchini noodles and like lemon juice and that's it girl (laughs) so and so oh i have popcorn so that's what i've been eating but i've been just like trying to scavenge like a little like mouse yeah i'm like trying to find food yeah I'm dead. But yeah, yeah, you guys, there has been so much that has happened since the last time we recorded. First of all, the last since the last time we recorded, the uh, the last episode, we were clowning around about 1989 Uh TV. And we'll say that our predictions did not come true because I was clowning thinking that there was gonna be a double album release. That did not occur. Clowning around thinking that Harry Styles was gonna be featured on it. Little did we know that all the vault tracks were going to be about him in not a great way. That got dirty. (laughs) But, I mean, I'm also a clown for thinking that Reputation is going to come out sooner than it, like, is. Um, So we all need our clown license out here. It's, yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I've been clowning really hard. Like, I have been on reputation theory TikTok of they thought that the Swifties thought that it was going to come out, I believe, on, like, November 26th. It is yeah. past that date. It did oh, not yeah. come out. Then people thought that it was going to come out on another date. And, oh, well, people thought that it was going to come out on the last day of Eras Tour this year yeah. in Brazil. Which made did sense. not occur. Mm-hmm. Um. I saw a few people say now they're thinking, like, New Year's Day because of the song. Uh-huh. So, like, uh-huh. maybe maybe that's the next day. I don't know. It's either then or she's going to announce it when she's back on tour, which wouldn't be till February. And then I saw mm-hmm. the one Snow Glow playlist that her team made on Spotify. And in the mm-hmm. bio, it said something like, we can keep the Christmas lights up till dot, 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 February, question mark. So I'm like okay, well, the original lyric is January, so is it coming out in February now? I don't know. There's so many different conspiracy theories, but I guess we'll just have to see. Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, I've also seen people, though, think that there's going to be an album, like a new album, get released before Reputation, Taylor's version. Oh, Karma? Say, yes, Karma, because there was this whole thing, I believe it was in Argentina, where the confetti at Eras Tour, there was one color that has not been at all of the other shows, which was orange, and people are saying that Karma is going to be orange. And that's, like, a whole other rabbit hole, too. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. But I I just don't know what the music on Karma would be like. Because mm-hmm. a, like, a, a era called Karma just reminds me of an era, like, Reputation. And so I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. would it be, like, songs like that again? Or, what, like, what's the vibe? Like, I'm trying to feel the vibe out. Because a lot of people are saying that it's orange because of the flames when the lover house is burning. And, like, I, I just saw TikTok and went down a rabbit hole last night about <laughs> karma. But, so, I don't know. I don't know what it will be. But I definitely think that something like that is coming, for sure. I just don't know when. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know when either. Or, like, I don't know if it's going to be very, like, midnights-y. Because mm. then I saw a lot of people complaining that the 1989 Vault tracks sounded too midnights-y. Well, I mean, she has a specific sound. And so, like, she's yeah. going to... I mean, and she wrote those when she was whatever age she was when 1989 came out. So, like, what... Like, they weren't written during the Midnight's era. They're from the vault. Right. I think there's just a lot of, like, Jack Antonoff haters out there for some reason. I don't know. But, like, I'm personally a Midnight's girly. Like, that is my jam. That was the album that, like, introduced me to the fandom. Like, it's crazy because the people that, like, my coworkers, they think that I'm, like, a crazy Swifty. Like, I've been a Swifty my whole life. Uh And then I told them the other day, I was like, no, I'm, like, a baby Swifty. Because I just got brought on at midnight it's like i'm a baby yeah. compared to everyone else and they're like really and i was like yes like i uh, i was never a taylor swift fan until midnight and all of my besties are swifties and yeah. they brought me 
in. So I'm a Midnight's girly. So I love the 1989 Vault tracks. They are everything to me. Didn't you say that you didn't like them at first or do you like them now? I like them now, but I was not a fan of the 1989 Vault tracks at first simply because uh, I thought that they were like very sad when I was first listening to them. Um, but mm. then I, I, I gave him more of a chance, honestly, after we talked and you're like, no, like you just need to keep listening to them. Like there's such a slay. I was like, okay, okay. And so then I listened to him more and I'm like, no, that we don't talk. So, yes. so and like, um, I do the dance like every oh, single time to, is it over now? And yeah. I do it every time in the car. And then Harsh is always like, are you going to do the dance? And then I'm like, <laughs> I do it every time. Cause I'm addicted. I'm obsessed. Oh yeah. No, I but I still do think that I personally like the Speak Now vault tracks better, mm. which is a hot take, I know, but I love <laughs> I, I Can See You. Like, that is a bop and a half, so. Mm. But okay. I was, moving on to, like, our slays and dismays, I was surprised to yes. see on your Spotify rap that Taylor was your number one artist. I know. It's funny because all of my top songs, literally one, two, three, four, five, are all twice. And then my top artist ended up being Taylor Swift. But I think it's because, like, ever since Eras tour and everything, I, as I am a baby Swifty and Mm -hmm. got brought in at midnight, I have never listened to, like, the entire album of really anything. I've only really known the hits. So I was familiar with, like love story you belong with me (laughs) like shake it off look what you made me do like I was familiar with with the hot like the hot bops of Taylor Swift but I never listened to folklore I never listened to evermore so I made it my duty to listen to all of her albums so I ended up getting Taylor Swift as my number one and then I ended up getting the it was like a card that you had to reveal to tap and it said I was the hypnotist because I tend to listen to an album from Mm. start to finish and that is all because of all the Taylor Swift albums I've been listening to no that makes sense what do you think of Folklore Mm -hmm. and Evermore now I love folklore (gasps) a lot. I love it. And also another reason why I've been listening to all these albums is because on TikTok, there's been all of these filters where you need to like um, rank the albums. And I'm like, I don't know how I I rank them because I haven't listened to them. So I'm like, okay, I need to actually listen to all of these albums now so I can rank them. So I don't, I can't rank like all 10, but I would say... I think so I would do like Midnight's first and then I think at my number two spot would have to be mm, and this probably will change but I think 1989 TV and then third would be Folklore Wow. fourth would be Speak Now TV and then fifth would be Love Huh. I'm surprised <laughs> by that ranking. Wait. Wow. 
<laughs> That's where I'm at right now. I still haven't listened to like Reputation in its entirety. Oh, rep- okay. So I've been in my rep era recently, just listening to like that whole entire album through and through, which isn't good because I don't want to be listening to not Taylor's version, obviously. And mm-hmm. so I'm just like, she needs to release this so I can listen to those vault tracks and also like Reputation as a whole because like I'm ready. Like, I don't know. I, I'm excited to see those vault tracks, but mm-hmm. um, Taylor was my number one as well on Spotify Wrapped. But moving on to like my dismay would be <laughs> that that my uh, genre was Broadway, which is <laughs> fine, like it's fitting. But then when I go and post it on Instagram, it is a little embarrassing, I will say. Um, <laughs> but like, I guess it's the truth. But then. I don't even know. I listened to too much Wicked and Hamilton on the side, but I was surprised I was Broadway and not like pop or <laughs> something. I, I like the person that I want to be, it would be like indie pop or like something like that. I'd be like, ooh, look, I'm cool, but no, no. The real character comes <laughs> through and it's Broadway, which is fine. But <laughs> that's so funny. Wait, so who were your artists after Taylor Swift? After Taylor, um, I think my next one was, like, uh, this one guy who does, like, acoustic covers, and then, Mm. I don't even know his name, I just, like, I just listened to his music, and then the third one was the guy that wrote all of the La La Land soundtrack. Um, Mm. Third was Lofi, or Lofi, I don't even know how to say her name, but she has (laughs) such beautiful, like, music, I love her. And then number five... I forget who my number five was. Oh, Steven Sanchez, which is also amazing. And I saw him in concert. So those are my top five. Kind of a weird ranking, but oh my gosh. And then Zero to Hero was on, (laughs) was my number two song. Oh my God. I'm surprised that Wondrous Journeys wasn't on there. Oh, I know. I listened to that so much too. But the only reason that Zero to Hero is on there is because when I work out, I listen to strictly Broadway and, like, movie Disney tunes, and Zero to Hero uh-huh. just hits when you're on the treadmill. It gets me running. And so I'm like, gosh, dang it. Why is that my number two song? That is so funny. I can just imagine you, like, running to Zero to Hero. No, it's literally like those TikToks where it's like what people think I'm listening to. And it's like, like just like this hardcore rap. And then it's me on the treadmill. Zero to hero. It's like, it's so true. That's so funny. But, um, oh my gosh. Do you have a dismay, a sleigh? How's your life going? What's up, Emily? (laughs) Yeah, life is good. Life is swell. Um, Dismay would be just something chill, nothing too crazy. Life is pretty solid right now. Um, And I guess this would segue into our episode. But dismay is that... So Harsh and I have started wedding venue hunting. We started touring them a two weekends ago um and we looked at five in one day which was kind of crazy but we were just like going back to back to back because we were like might as well just get them all done while we're here because we were looking at places in Temecula and that's about like an hour away 
Mm-hmm. So not a crazy drive, but also it's like it's a whole day event. So we were just like, okay, let's just line them up. We'll just do five in a row. We'll just get it over with. And so we went and saw them. And the one venue that we really, really, really liked out of the entire day, they are entirely booked out for like a bunch of dates in spring 2025. And the preferred date that we wanted, they were booked. And that couple that booked it booked it back in August so we didn't even stand a chance yeah so that was a sad dismay that will go into our episode but it's fine it's fine if we end up choosing them we'll just have to be flexible and choose a different date we'll figure it out they called me today asking if we've made a decision yet because we had a hold on another date Mm. um and they had they gave like a, a one week hold so I guess actually it was last weekend um and we're still looking at two more venues next sunday so i was like oh we're still looking at venues but i'll i'll let you know once we figure it out and they were were like okay but just wanted to let you know that your hold is up and wanted to see if you're okay with us opening it up to another couple so i know for a fact that that date is probably going to be booked by the time we get back to her (laughs) i mean it's pretty crazy because what that wedding date is like two years out pretty much right? yeah and yeah it's already booked yeah oh my gosh it's just crazy because it's wild because all of the other wedding venues that we looked at they were like oh so what date are you guys trying to like get married like what are you thinking and every single time I would say May 2025 and then they'd be like oh my gosh you guys are so early like mm. you guys are We'll definitely get the date that you want. Every single other venue. Hmm. But this venue, they are booked and busy because wow. homegirl, she brought out her calendar and looked at it. And every single Saturday in May 2025 is booked. Almost every single Sunday in May 2025 is booked. And I saw she was flipping through and she is booked and busy versus all these other venues are still like not even booking for 2025 and we were Hmm. like considered early for those venues but this one I don't know and I think it's because that venue I was just so blown away which I can Mm. get into more when we're talking about wedding venues but I was so blown away so I bet everyone else is blown away too I get it (laughs) yeah no for sure I mean when you have like an amazing venue it's just gonna be booked out I guess but that's that's pretty crazy um I know Very crazy. Very crazy. But that was my dismay. Christy, what is your slay? Uh, I I would say that my slay would be that recently me and Miss Emily were able to get together. (laughs) We had a reunion at her engagement party, which was like, what, two weekends ago already? And so mm-hmm. um, me and my boyfriend flew out to Southern California, San Diego, and we stayed in the Airbnb with Emily and Harsh and all of their friends. We all got to meet and it was so fun. Um, and while we were there, we also were able to explore some of San Diego and go to LA. Um, we did not have time to go to Disneyland, but we were able to see LA a little bit. And I met my boyfriend's brother while we were there. So it was really nice. And the weather was fantastic, perfect, lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and now it is snowing in Cleveland, Ohio. Well, it, it was. Now it's all gone. But we already had our first snow of the season. But it was just really nice to, like, be reunited for a couple days and to see Emily. And it was just – it was such a fun weekend. Yes, it was so much fun. Obviously, I would say that's my sleigh, too, obviously. And we're going to segue into engagement party um, yeah. talk. But, yeah, definitely a sleigh. So, so, so much fun. And getting to meet your boyfriend, too, <laughs> was a very, very, very exciting. Yes. Very exciting. <laughs> and I will say he does want to be on the pod. He literally told, texted me last night, and he listened to our last episode, and He's like, who is this mystery man? What? I'm, I'm coming on the podcast. I was like, okay, well, maybe we can get harsh on too. And it can be all four of us because that would be fun. Oh, my but, gosh. Um, that would be crazy. I know. But, yeah, no, he was so excited to meet you too. And um, it's just funny because I feel like we're, like, very similar in a lot of aspects too of, like, uh-huh. even just, like, our likes and our dislikes and just everything like that. So um, I'm just, like, yes, like, listen, like, Emily is, like, there's no way that you cannot like this person. And also, like, um, we, like, are very similar. And he's, like, yeah, no, you are. You both, like, have the same style and, like, both love pink and, like, (laughs) it's funny, it's funny, but, um, no, it was so fun, so basically, Emily and Harsh, like, got this whole Airbnb in, like, San Diego, and it was so cute, and it was, it was a big Airbnb, too, I felt like, it was, like, perfect size. Mm Mm-hmm, I loved it, it was, it was a really good size, I feel like, photos on the airbnb website you definitely can't tell like how big it is based Mm. off of the photos but then when we got there i was like this is a nice layout like this is a good size for everyone um and it was really nice because there was like the dining area and then there was like the living room and then the kitchen was nice and open so everyone could like stand around Mm. and there was like a lot of room for everyone so that was like a a big plus i feel oh definitely and then it was crazy because then the master bedroom had, like, a balcony that was really nice. <laughs> so that worked out yes. perfect. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't even know what to to begin with with the engagement party. Like, what do I even talk about with this <laughs> engagement party? Well, okay, it was Saturday while we were there. So basically that whole entire day was, like, dedicated to, like, the engagement party and we started all setting, well, we all basically slept over the night before at the Airbnb and we're just like setting up everything. And like, you got the balloon arch girl there. Oh, yes, I did. I was feeling extra. And I was like, okay, I'm only gonna have an engagement party once in my life. That's I true. want a like a cute little photo backdrop. So I had been pinning stuff on my engagement Pinterest board for a while for like engagement party and whatnot. And there was a really cute, like, arch with balloons and then it said like celebrating the future Mr. and Mrs. last name and I was like that would be freaking cute as heck and so I started reaching out to different balloon people in San Diego and originally like I was getting quotes back and they were super super expensive and I was like I don't think I want to pay that much for a little arch and a little balloon setup Mm. but then 
I continued doing my research and ended up finding this lady who it was a lot more in my budget. So I was like, okay, cute. Um, Ended up going with, they're called the San Diego Party Tribe. If anyone is San Diego based and needs a balloon backdrop. Um, And they were super, super great. They set it up, came in. And then also I bought this golden arch mirror a couple weeks ago at Hobby Lobby. And it was like an anthropology dupe. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. I can use it for our little like, welcome like say harsh and emily's engagement party it will be so freaking cute but me being the procrastinator that i am i didn't end up having time to use my cricket and Mm. uh, like design what that was gonna look like and like print out i mean like use the cricket to have the vinyl you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um And so it ended up being the morning of that we were going to leave for San Diego. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I do not have time to freaking cricket vinyl this mirror. And so thank goodness, San Diego Party Tribe, they came to my rescue because they were already doing custom vinyl for the backdrop. Um, And so I was like, hey, I have this mirror. Would you guys be able to, like make me some more custom vinyl lettering and they saved the day and it was incredible amazing I give them five stars um yeah so yeah got to do that um I remember that morning too the boys they all went out to Costco and got food and they went and did some errands which was really nice while we all got to just like hang and hang out in in the living room and whatnot um but that day I was hiding a surprise from everyone (laughs) well it's funny because this mirror that you speak of there was like there was someone in the bathroom I was trying to do like get ready for the day and do my makeup and so I I just saw like this mirror downstairs and I'm like well she's probably gonna use it later but like I'm just gonna like steal this for a sec and so (laughs) <laughs> this, like, I know what you're about to say. It's like me. I'm like, I should probably ask Emily though, like just to make sure. And so like, I almost like opened the door to go into like her room. But I'm like, I better knock. And so then I was like, knock, knock. And then Emily's like, um, um, hi, um, there's like something secretive going on in here. Like, don't come in. And so I'm just like, okay. <laughs> and then I was like, just using this mirror that was like supposed to get this vinyl on it. I felt so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so when I said to you, like, don't come in, I'm doing something secretive in here. Yeah. Did you have any thoughts as to what I was doing? Honestly, no thoughts were going through my head. Um, but, but then later when somebody was like, oh, like, um, come here. And like, there was like this group of girls that were all like really close to you. I'm like, Oh, that's what she was doing earlier. So I really did not click till later. I'm just like, okay. Like, I didn't even think of what you're doing. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> that is so funny. Okay, so yes, I had a little secret that was going on. And if you guys, I haven't really even posted any no, content about it yet. just yet. It's only really been in my Instagram stories, which is funny. So maybe by the time that this episode comes out next week, maybe I will have content about it so you guys can check it out. But so I had this idea that I was going to do my bridesmaids proposals at the engagement party because mm-hmm. one, everyone was going to be there. And two, I just thought it would be a good idea because I was also like 
thinking about the other people at the party too like I obviously didn't want it to be like exclude like I didn't want people to feel left out like I felt bad if it was like I put the things downstairs or something and it was really weird so when we booked the Airbnb I like tried to find one where I could figure out how to do it like apart from the party so when we found that place and the master had a balcony I was like oh my gosh perfect I can do it on the balcony it will be amazing beautiful awesome and so for weeks I was I was buying all of the things for the proposals and I was trying to figure out how to do them like I didn't want to do the standard box because Mm -hmm. I knew that half of you were going on a plane (laughs) because you Alyssa and Marissa all live out of the state and then I was like I don't want to get these boxes and then they're going to have to throw the boxes away because they're not going to be able to fit them Mm -hmm. in their suitcases and so I was like okay what can I do so then I was like oh it would be cute if I did like a little bag yeah so then they could also use it again I don't know and then it doesn't have to be a box because I felt like the box was just very like it's just gonna go to waste Mm. um so I was like, okay, let me let me do some research on what I'm going to do. And surprisingly, I didn't, like, find anything on Pinterest for, like, my inspo of what I was doing. Hmm. I literally was just, like, looking up things. I was on Shein. I was on Amazon. Yeah. I was on all the things. And I just ended up finding things. And I was like, okay, this will be cute. So maybe I will post all of the content on Pinterest and then people will mm. use that as inspiration. There you go. Um, <laughs> Exactly. So I just like was finding things for weeks and then they would come in and it was so hard to keep it a secret because I am the friend that shares (laughs) everything through Snapchat vlogs, through text, through whatever. And it was so hard for me to keep it a secret, especially with my sister, because Mm. there was like a moment in time where I was like, do I just tell Marissa and be like, tell her what the plan is so like one person knows what's going on but I was like no I don't want a single one of them to know what's going on so the only person that knew what I was doing was harsh (laughs) but it was so special too like it it turned out so so cute and one of my favorite parts was uh the customized newspaper that you did for each of us and I uh-huh. just thought that was so cute and so, like, such a keepsake, too. Like, I'm going to keep that, like, forever. And, like, it just looks so cute, too. And it has, like, each friendship story on it um, and, like, stuff about the wedding. And it's, it was just such a cute, cool idea. Thank you. Yeah, I was, like, trying to find, like, special and unique things. So that was one of the things that I found on Etsy. Um, I found, like, the newspaper template on Etsy. Mm. And it also took me a long time to figure out which one I wanted to do. Yeah. Because I'm very, like... If I, like, see a vision in my head, I'm like, that is what Mm. I want. And so it took me, like, so long to finally find the template that I wanted. Because if you look on Etsy and look up bridesmaid proposal newspaper templates, you will find a lot. And Hmm. so I was just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I was like, okay, that one's cute, but I don't really like it that much. Or this one was cute, but eh. And so there's a lot to choose from. So I just kept on scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Finally found the one that I liked. And so... All I was, all I had to do was take it from Etsy, purchase the template, 
and then it goes into Canva, mm. and then you're able to edit it there. And so I'm a Canva pro. Yeah. I love Canva. And so it was very easy to edit. And then I just printed it at my local office depot. Um, and at first I was like, how do I print it to be like a newspaper? Right. Because usually like the standard paper, like it's not going to give a newspaper. But then through Office Depot, when you just print it as a copy. So it's like super, super cheap. It was like a dollar for each one wow. when you printed it. You just print it. Um it's the paper format. It's called like legal paper mm. and it's like that longer paper. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. Yeah. Um, and so then ended up doing it through that. And then I also ended up buying little cards off of Etsy too yeah. because I was like my crazy ass. I'm like, okay, if I'm doing the newspaper thing, I also want to write a little handwritten Aww. note too because I'm extra. And so I was like, okay, let me find something on Etsy. So I found these cards on Etsy and I definitely could have like DIY'd it myself. But like, yeah. I was like, mm, I'm supporting a small business. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up finding yeah. those and then I also found on Etsy um, the labels that I put on the mini champagne bottles mm, of, like, yes. Bridesmaid and Maid of Honor. And that was a whole thing, too, because if you look up Bridesmaid mini champagne labels, there are, like, 10 million. Really? So I was like, I need to find the perfect font. I need yeah. to, like, make sure that it goes with the vibes. So it was a whole freaking thing. But I was literally sure. running around that morning because, first of all, no one knew what I was up to. So right. I was and like, nobody, like, can help you with it necessarily <laughs> either. Yes. So I was just keeping hush, hush upstairs. And, like, I had my box of all the things. And so when I had packed it all up from where I live and then when we drove down to San Diego I had put everything in but I still hadn't written the cards because again procrastinator oh. is me <laughs> it's so freaking bad like my my procrastination is a problem so I still hadn't written the cards I literally E6000 glued those patches onto those jewelry boxes the night before really Yes, it was a whole thing. And then I had also, like, put together, like, all the keychains and everything literally the night before. Wow. It was a whole freaking thing. And I was like, dang, I could have done this weeks ago. But mm. my procrastination, I was like, hmm, let me do it the night before. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I just put everything in the boxes, but I hadn't, like, packed everything all together yet. So that's why I was, like, I locked myself in the room and I was like, okay, yeah. I need to get to work. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like writing everything and I was like putting things together. But also at the same time, I was like, I need content, baby, content. Right. And so I like made a little video of like me talking to the camera like these are the things that I'm putting in but then as I was like packing everything I had forgotten to get content of like every individual thing that which is what I wanted like I got a video of like like um mm -hmm. everything laid out yeah. and so you could see everything and then I got everything laid out and then when everything was in the little bags I got a video like of that, but I never got everything individual. And then I didn't realize that until afterwards. And so then I was like, Christy, can you, can you please um, 
make some videos for me showing the individual items. And thank God I have Christy <laughs> because literally you are the only one capable out of all of my friends and sister of knowing how to make a video. So oh, yeah. thank God. Any, anytime. <laughs> well, because you were like, oh, can you like make a video of like everything that was in the back? I'm like, oh, shoot. I've been using some of that stuff. Let me let me go find <laughs> <laughs> Let me go find this hair clip and like jewelry and like make it look like it it's you know been in the box. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny because I just saw my sister and she told me that she hasn't even like unpacked from that weekend still. So she still has everything like in the bags and everything. And I was, because I had asked her if she had tried the Love Shack Fancy perfume sample. That's what I've been using. And she was like, no. And I was like, what? You haven't opened them yet? How could you? How dare you? Uh, No, I... Yeah, no, I, that's why I've been wearing is the different samples. Um, and I like them all. And now I kind of want another bottle of that. I'll probably get another bottle once I get um, done with the one that I have. But they're all really nice fragrances. I know. And, and I was now I want the bottle. Which one? I want the pink one. Okay. <laughs> that's, the, that's the one that I have. But I, I hadn't been able to smell the other two because I don't live near Love Shack Fancy store. So you kind of have yeah. to guess what they're going to smell like. Um, and they're all really nice. I like the pink one and I think I like the blue one are my favorite. The, the moon dance one in the middle, the white one, mm-hmm. is really good too. Which actually I, like I had um, my boyfriend like smell test them and I was like oh which one do you like he's like oh I really like the middle one I'm like well that's not the one I have so (laughs) sorry (laughs) that's so funny but yeah I had put together all the things that did love shack fancy perfume samples because I was like I am planning on the bridal shower to be love shack fiance themed so and cute. I hope no one steals my idea uh, just kidding you can steal it if you want um <laughs> so I like everything that I'm envisioning like for bachelorette everything Barbie pink mm-hmm. bridal shower love check fancy pink pink bows pink mm. girly coquette vibes mm. the wedding pink everything pink pink <laughs> pink <laughs> so obviously that is what the themes were in these bridesmaid proposals and i was like okay majority of my girly papa friends they don't like pink and they don't have pink so they need pink for the wedding <laughs> so True. this is what they need and also i was like okay if i get them a little bracelet a little earrings little things of that nature you can wear that for the wedding exactly perfect so that was my thought process but a lot of people in these like facebook groups that i've been in in my bride era thus far a lot of people have been like what is everyone putting in their bridesmaid proposal Mm. boxes like it's so stressful so let me run give you guys a rundown of the things that i did so did a tote bag did a little tulle pink bow on the side. Just, you can wear it if you want to, but I did it there as, like, just pink vibes. Do you know where that is currently in my house? Where? It's on my Christmas tree. 
<gasps> wait. It's wait, at the top. that's so smart. Wait, that's so smart because some of the items that I got for you guys, I also purchased one for myself because yeah. I thought it was really cute and I have it sitting in my office. Wait, you're so you're actually so smart because I lost yeah. my star. I don't know where uh, it went and I, I need a topper. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have one. And I was like, "Wait, this is like a bigger bow than all the other bows on my tree. This is just going to be the topper." <laughs> Wait, Chrissy, you're a genius. I'm literally going to put that bow yes. on my tree after we're done with this today. Please twin. Please twin. Oh, my gosh. Okay, wait. That's so genius. Okay, I love that. So, yes, I did I did a little a little straw tote and then a little pink tool bag. And then I did little pink jewelry travel cases for, obviously, the wedding, bachelor, whatever. And then inside, I did a little pink little pouch that held a little bracelet that was, like, pink pearls and then also in there I did gold bow earrings which I wore the other day and they're so cutie I I love them them. so much and then I did also it's like a gold like knot situation and then a pearl hanging Mm -hmm. down super super cute and then I also did in there a little pink scrunchie and then Around the scrunchie, there was, like, um, a paper backing thing that looked like a diamond, so giving, like, bridesmaid engagement, yada, yada, yada. (laughs) And then did some pearl hair clips. Um, Also did the Love Shack Fancy perfume samples. Did a little keychain for everyone, so it had... Oh, shoot. I forgot to show that in the video. (laughs) Oh, you better go get it. <laughs> I better go get it. Anyway, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> it's on my keys. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I got everyone's initial. And then it has, like, it's like a pink little keychain situation. And then I'm trying to think if there was anything else. And then, obviously, the card got mini champagne bottles, the newspaper. You guys will see it on social media soon. Um maybe this week we'll see but yeah that was the bridesmaid proposal and literally like we were so we were waiting for Katie because she was still working and so originally I thought that we were going to be able to do it before the party because I told everyone 3 30 so I was like Mm -hmm. okay we should be able to do it before the party starts um but then Katie ended up having to work later which was totally fine like it ended up working out but I was just waiting for Katie to arrive through the doors so we can do it and so everyone was like there or whatnot and then Katie finally arrived and I was like oh my gosh perfect and so then that was when I was running around and I was like hey um can I steal you and it felt like bachelor like I was stealing you for a date oh my god (laughs) and so I had to steal everyone and and that's when like everyone was like there and then we went upstairs and then that's when I stole harsh because I wanted vlog content I did vlog the engagement party so that will be up Oh, me too. I don't even... It's going to be crazy at the end. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I had a harsh vlog. He was holding my vlog camera and my phone at the same time so he could get both kinds of content. Um, And so then I, like, brought y'all up the stairs. I was like, harsh, you have to go in front of us so you can get the reactions. Um, And then that's when I brought everyone into our room. And then you could see, like, the setup on the balcony and whatnot. And, like, the lighting was, first of all, perfect. I think that ended up being, like, the perfect time because when I had set... 
no, uh, I, I mean, maybe I did. Um, <laughs> but like when I had first set it up, this was around like 2 p.m. I would say. I had also taken pictures and videos like when I had first set up and this, this was around two. And so the lighting was so bad. Like the lighting was horrendous. Like it was mm. very shady at that time. And like the sun was like not it was not cute and my pictures were horrible um and so thankfully like at that time it was more like sunsetty time golden hour so it actually yeah. ended up being like a lot nicer than when I had originally set up um but yeah and then brought everyone into the back did my little speech I didn't think I'd cry first of all I think we all cry I know <laughs> I think so too I literally was like when I was planning it, I was like, okay, I'm going to do, like, a little speech for everyone and, like, mm. try and make it personal and be like, this is why I want you, like, as a bridesmaid, yada, yada, yada. And then I just, the waterworks, the waterworks were just <laughs> insane. I was like, never mind. I can't. Yeah. I can't even. I can't, you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was perfect. And you said everything that you needed to say, like, through each of our proposals probably and it was it just was awesome and the lighting was perfect too it was like sunset and Mm -hmm. it was beautiful um but no that whole entire night was crazy I just remember like (laughs) just two like the the drink the drinking started at like 8 a.m or like 10 a.m I know it was freaking nuts get med students in a room man and it's gonna be a wild time oh I know Harsh's friends they like to party so (laughs) when they got there they were like shots I was like what yeah I know yeah I was like what is going on and then they took out the buzz ball and they were like doing buzz ball shots and I was like what is going on (laughs) (laughs) the buzz ball shots were not bad but I cannot do like straight like tequila no man but they were just oh. like come on come on I'm like ah ah <laughs> but then later in the night I was like oh maybe because <laughs> and then I remember me harsh and like some other of his friends I think like Chanel and Kobe went out to mm-hmm. get, like, these authentic, like, San Diego tacos at the end of the night. And they were so good, but ended up being my downfall at the end of the night. So, um, <laughs> overall, <laughs> overall, though, it was a really fun time, and your dad was there, and your sister, and it was just, it was really special. My dad was taking shots, too. He was crazy. Oh, he I was, know. It was, <laughs> He was living his best life. He was like, I'm partying. Like he was he was like the only like quote unquote adult there. Yes. <laughs> like, so he was there partying with us and that was super fun. But yeah, we did like trivia too, which you guys oh will God. see in the vlog. I I because I was <gasps> I was drunk at that point, but I had my vlog camera and I was <laughs> I was filming and the trivia yeah. got competitive. No, like the tri- people the- were about to fight. <laughs> No, the trivia was intense. Like, also, I'm still mad because I'm still Why? mad. Because, okay, so one of the questions were, what is Emily's favorite Disney treat? And I mm. said, the cold brew black calf. And then the other people said, cold brew black calf and the Ronto less rap and I'm like that's not a treat that's a meal and they got the point 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, weren't you on the winning team? Yeah, so it's fine. <laughs> so it all worked out in the end. It's, it's fine. I got some glamnetic nails and lashes. So good. Yes, hell yeah. I literally was like, what should I do for the prizes? And then I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I have so many glamnetic things. I'm just going to bring all my nails and lashes and all of my PR things that I can give away. No, and so seriously. that was really fun. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. And then um, my boyfriend was on that team too. And I was like, oh, I'll just get some nails for you. Oh, and then he got like one of those steering wheel Disney steering wheel things. Yes. And so he has it on his fridge now, a little Rafiki on his fridge so <gasps> really great. you'll have to send me a picture I will. I will I forgot to do that but yeah Rafiki's on his fridge now um <laughs> but yeah no it was, it was a really great time um but me and Emily do have like a little game slash like hot takes do we want to do mm-hmm. that now yeah we could do that now since we're in the era of weddings wedding venues shopping for wedding venues all of that good stuff um like I mentioned in the beginning we have been wedding venue hunting um we looked at a f- we looked at six so far um We really liked one of them, but as I said in the beginning, our date that we want is already booked, which is fine. And then the second one that we really liked is just really, 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 really expensive. So we're like, hmm, probably not going to go with that one. So we have two more to look at, and then we'll finally make a decision. So we'll update you guys on that once we figure that out. Um, But yeah, we wanted to do a little wedding hot takes. And there's just so much, I feel in the wedding industry and like at weddings like old traditions and what people are doing nowadays and we just wanted to chat about weddings yes no absolutely there's so much that goes into this so first things first cake smash is it okay what do we think I think it's horrible I think that if (laughs) we we were talking this before the episode but I think that if your soon-to-be husband smashes the cake into your mouth, he is ruining, like, hundreds of dollars of makeup and hair Mm -hmm. and, and, like, your whole entire, like, bride's day. Like, I would be so utterly mad and, like, divorce. Like... Yep. Absolutely not. And it's funny because that tradition, like, the cake tasting or the first bite or whatever it's actually called... It's supposed to be the first act of service as bride and groom. And so it's wow. like, that's what it's meant to be is like the first act of service that you're giving to your partner. And then if someone actively smashes the cake into the other, what is that saying? What is that saying yeah. for that? Because that's where the tradition came from. That is messed up. Yeah, I think the whole cake smashing thing, whoever started it is stupid and horrible. And, like, I've told Harsh, I was like, we are not doing that. If you do that, mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I would be so Plus, no, like, seriously, so horrible. Don't you horrible. want your, your bride to be happy on that day? Like, you wouldn't want her to be, like, just so upset. And, like, I would probably start crying, honestly. 
Oh, I would 100% start crying, especially, like, you are spending so much money on a makeup artist that day, and, like, you feel like you're most beautiful, you got your makeup done, you got your hair done, and then imagine it gets ruined with cake, like, I would have a fit, and then imagine the cake, like, gets on your dress, it's yeah. a whole thing, oh I would literally start sobbing right then and there. <laughs> yeah, no, same, I would be so upset, so that's a... Like a no. That's a dismay. That is not. Dismay. No. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay. So the next one kind of goes into kind of similar like realm, but the garter toss. Is it garter toss? No, it's not garter toss. Is it? Or like the I garter. I think it is because once the groom like goes in and then res- gets it, that- <laughs> and then he tosses it to the men of the wedding and I then it's like the so same weird. thing. I know, it's like the same thing with the bouquet toss, like whoever gets the garter, that's who will get married next, apparently. I don't know. Wait, so are you doing the garter toss? Hell no. <laughs> Hell freaking no. I would be so embarrassed because no. first of all, that is just I've seen videos of it and it just seems too intimate for yeah. anyone to see. I am like the type of person where like just PDA in general, just like a kiss. I'm like uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know about this. Yeah. <laughs> so like if Harsh, like, went under the dress and he was on his hands and knees, like, <laughs> creeping and crawling underneath Hell to get no. that. And then, like, I have a leg in the air. He's getting the garter. No. Then he throws the garter in. <laughs> Disgusting. I think it's so, like, creepy. Like, I wouldn't want my family members to. Oh, gosh. And then as the groom, too, to have to. It's basically like giving your bride a lap dance. Like, that's what yep. it is. But, like, worse, because they're going underneath the dress. I don't know about it. The people who feel, like, all, all, all for it, like, if you feel comfortable doing that, like, no judgment, really. But, like, <laughs> but like I, I just couldn't personally do that. No, that's a, that's a dismay. Hell no. Like, I feel like I'm going to be shy doing our first kiss, like, at the ceremony. Like, I couldn't even imagine, like, a whole lap dance. No, no. Dismay. Well, well, and this could lead into another one, which is, imagine if there were kids there. Oh, goodness gracious. So, do you think no kids or kids at weddings is okay? Like, which... How do you feel? So for me personally, we will not be having any children in attendance. Thankfully, it's kind of easier because I do, I have seen where people want to have like a child-free wedding, but then like their, let's say, siblings have children. So then they do it where it's like only children of our immediate family, whatever. But thankfully, there are zero children like in my immediate family because first of all all of my siblings are don't are not like married and have kids they're younger than me so that's a plus um harsh's brother is single and doesn't have kids either so there's no kids of siblings in our family so that's a big plus um so no kids no kids I don't care that I don't will not have a flower girl I don't care that I will not have a ring bearer it's fine I will have someone else do it um 
I have just seen like horror stories and videos of like kids being at weddings and like them crying or them not having a good time because they're kids like Mm -hmm. you can't expect them to be on their best behavior for a wedding it's like a long time for them like they needed their their nap like there's just too much going on I feel and I also think that a wedding like if you do have kids it's a good excuse to have a night out and get a babysitter (laughs) That's true. Yeah, I could go back and forth on that one. Like, I think it would be fun to have a little flower girl and a ring bear and, like, whatever. But it also depends, like, how old they are. Like, if they're Mm -hmm. old enough to, like, be more mature and, like, not just be crying, like, during your ceremony or something, that would be not fun. But, um, Mm -hmm. like, I could see it being really cute and fun, but I could also see it being uh not good so I I don't know I'll have to feel like how I am and what type of kids I have in my family before it when I get married but Mm -hmm. yeah I could see it going either way yeah I have had like a hard no on children for like the longest time and even Mm. like I'm at the point where it's like I don't want any kids under I don't want anyone under the age of 21 wow that's where I'm at that's respectable yeah yeah, because we're planning on doing exactly, and like we're planning on doing like an open bar and things, and like I do have like extended family where like I have cousins that are under the age of twenty one. Peace and love, peace and love to all of those cousins. But do I want them there for the wedding? That would be a no, because it just. Peace and love, peace and love. But I just yeah. imagine everyone is of legal drinking age. We're all having a good time together. I feel like those cousins that are younger, they would end up just sitting at the table, like, on their iPad watching mm. something. And just, eh. And I've always imagined, like, our wedding being very small and very intimate yeah. anyways. So yeah. I just don't think the kids that are under the age of 21 would even care to be there Mm. in the first place because one of my dad's relatives I don't know exactly how we're related my dad's side of the family is really big um but he just recently had a wedding and one of his rules was that there was no kids under the age of 21 there so literally like none of the cousins got invited I didn't get invited because I don't really know this man um because I live in California and everyone else is in Illinois but he only had like adults there so I was like I'm gonna do the same thing Mm. I like that idea so like all of our aunts and uncles like it was just like aunt and uncle like no children at all yeah huh I like that too that that Mm -hmm. is good Hmm. yeah no for real especially if you are having like an open bar and like there is drinking going on like it just makes sense because kids are just gonna want to leave like when it Mm -hmm. you know um okay next one um, guest dress code and guests wearing white on the wedding day. Oh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. So my plan is if anyone shows up in white, I'm going to have one of my maid of honors have a red wine Nerf gun, red wine, oh. something, and then they'll have to spray them down. <laughs> oh, 
I I saw this video obviously on TikTok the other day and it was the who was it? It was the mother of the groom and she was at the wedding in a white gown. Mind you, it wasn't just like a simple white gown. This gown was extravagant with detailing, with lace, with sparkles, with the whole jam. Like it looked like it could be like a wedding dress or like a reception mm-hmm. wedding dress. And the mother of the groom was wearing it. And yeah, it's no. just one, it's one of those instances where you're like, okay, like we know what kind of like mom you are, like the kind to be like, oh, he's my son. You're taking him away from me. Oh, hell no. Or like something oh, like that. Oh, no. Like it oh, gave me those no. vibes. And I'm just like, what if that happens? Because you can't kick out like the mother of the groom. But then I would almost have like the groom say something. Like that's not no, my that's place. You have to go do it. Literally, that's literally a nightmare. And like speaking of like, like scary like mother-in-laws on TikTok, I've seen where it wasn't a wedding, but it was like a gender reveal for their baby. And mm-hmm. when they did like, um, it was either like the smoke or whatever the little things that pop off, and then it ended up being like blue smoke or pink smoke, whatever it was. Um, the mom of the man ran up to him to get the first hug instead of him being able to hug his wife first, who is carrying their baby. Yes. (laughs) And I've seen videos like that and it literally like scares me. Like, yeah, but I no white, please. At my wedding. If anyone is listening (laughs) to this, no white, please. I am also like, so shocked that people like think that's okay because mm-hmm. I attended one of my friend's weddings a couple of months ago and I ordered a dress that was it was like a sage green color but then when I got it in person it looked kind of like more gray and then I was like like a light gray and I was stressed that it looked too white so then I ended up ordering another color so I can't imagine someone like purposefully going to per- purchase a white dress for a wedding it doesn't make sense to me no I mean unless the bride has specifically said like oh it doesn't matter like just wear all like beige and like neutral colors like you can wear white like and specified it like then of course but Mm -hmm. if like it's just it is a tradition and it is like the bride's day like you shouldn't be trying to like compete with literally the bride when this is like the one day when they can wear like white like that's the whole thing you know (laughs) exactly so yeah dismay (laughs) yeah dismay on that one too um okay what else do we have um the glass clinking and then the bride and groom having to kiss what do we think Mm, I don't know. I I don't have any, like, hard feelings about this. Um, I didn't even really know that this was a thing until I was in my four weddings binge and Mm. watching, like, all of the weddings on that show. And mind you, all of those weddings are from, like, what, 2009 to, like, 2013. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it's all very old school, but one of the brides, um, you know how in the beginning of the show, their intros, they like say something that like 
the next bride in the intro like doesn't like so for example I would be like I love pink and then the next bride would be like I hate pink so like things like that and so I remember in the intro of one of them they were like I hate when at weddings when they like clink the glasses and then the next bride was like I love that um so at her Hmm. wedding she was like there will be no clinking (laughs) loud so I didn't even know that was a thing but Uh I guess if you get if it keeps happening it could be I, I don't know yeah I don't think that I would personally be annoyed with it if it was on my wedding day but if people did it like 47 times then I might be like all right like this is annoying like calm calm down but I don't I've never been to a wedding where that's happened so yeah Um, same is the wedding industry a scam Hmm. I feel like you know more about the wedding industry since you've like worked at bridal boutiques and like you've done some wedding content creation and you're very knowledgeable, I feel, about the wedding industry. So what do you think? I would think that that's personal opinion almost. I mean, I could see how people would say that is a scam because the amount of money that you're paying for a wedding could go into a down payment on a house like easily. Mm -hmm. So you're spending so much money for one day, but like, and people are like, I can't believe that people would spend $5,000 on a wedding dress that you're going to wear once. I can't believe people are going to spend like whatever amount on one day. Yeah. And like, yes, I see that. But also like, in my opinion, I'm like, this is the one day out of your whole entire life that mm-hmm. people from the bride side and people from the groom side, everybody that you like love and who is able to make it is there and is in one room, like on both mm-hmm. of those sides. Like that's probably never going to happen again, like in mm-hmm. your lifetime. And so like, that's a big occasion. It's also, I think the person that you're going to marry, like choosing that and like going through with that is one of the bi- biggest decisions that you're going to make in your life. Like it's, to be celebrated however you want to. And I think that that's a big deal. And I personally love weddings. So, uh, but I could see how it is a scam because it's just so much money that you're putting into it. Um, but I mean, it's so romanticized as a little girl. Like that's like, you're dreaming about that since forever. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I love it all. So yeah, (laughs) if it is a scam, then I'm putting, I'm, going into the scam I guess but (laughs) yeah I I think I I agree with you um I feel like I have also like romanticized like getting married one day and having like the whole like wedding and whatnot which is why like I want the wedding where there are a lot of people nowadays who just like go off and elope and I think that's awesome and great or people who just go to like the courthouse but would it be a lot easier and cheaper for us to do that? Sure. But do I want the wedding? Yes. And will yeah. I go through the stresses of doing that just to have a wedding? Yes, I will. Um, so, yeah, I love weddings, too. And I think, like, with the wedding industry being a quote-unquote scam, I think that people are thinking that because I have seen, like, specific venues 
or vendors where their prices are a lot different if it's a different kind of event. But the, mm-hmm. the minute that they find out that it's a wedding, then they quadruple their prices so I can see it from that point of view like for like a florist if it's a birthday party they're going to charge a certain amount but if it's a wedding then they find out that they're going to charge more Um, and same for like photography or like hair and makeup but I also Mm -hmm. think the reason why that they are charging more is because brides have such a expectation of what they want on their big day and so Mm -hmm. then these vendors are getting hired and they're like okay it has to be perfect it has to be like incredible and we can't be as subpar as if it was a birthday party obviously exactly so i i understand why they have to charge more like i get it but it can definitely be difficult for brides who are on a budget for sure oh no absolutely i was gonna say the same thing about why i think it's so expensive in those instances because imagine if you're a photographer and you forget like I don't know, a few extra batteries and like, Mm -hmm. I don't like, and you like F up somehow. Like Mm -hmm. what, what do you do? Like I, mm, that is so high pressure and so, so much at stake when you're doing that. Mm -hmm. So it's just a lot. Or like, what if something goes wrong and like you get home and like your memory card has nothing on it. Like you cannot do anything about it. Those moments, they're gone. Like they're that never is coming back. nightmare. That is one moment you had one job. Like, and I am positive that that has happened to photographers in the past. Like, where they go in, like the memory cards, just like nothing. Like, oh, for oh, sure. What do you do? What do you do? Run away, flee the country. Yeah, no, because I think that the bride would probably come for that photographer. Oh, 100%. But that's also why you have a second shooter, so. Yeah, that's true. I have seen in these bridal Facebook groups that I've joined recently, I have seen people already share their, like, photographer horror stories, (gasps) um, and it is just so frightening. So I'm like, okay, I definitely need to find a reputable photographer who knows what they're doing and not just hire someone just willy nilly and (laughs) need to find someone good. (laughs) And you wouldn't. And if someone's done like hundreds of weddings before, like, or a good amount of weddings before, like they know what they're doing, you'll be fine. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Okay. Um, okay, okay, okay. What else do we have? Oh, yes. Okay. What about a um, proposal at a wedding? Oh, this hell is another, no. This is another no. This is kind of similar to the wearing white at a, you know, why are you taking the moment away? Exactly. This like, is not for you. You literally, out of that year, have 364 other opportunities to propose to your significant other, yet you're choosing to do it at e- your close friend, your, your relative, whoever, someone you're close to, their wedding. Hmm. But I, I just don't get how that's good for either party. Like, it's not good for the you know, couple that's actually getting married on that day. Mm -hmm. How is it good for the other couple that's, like, proposing? Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense to me at all. Like, 
you're planning a proposal and you're like, hmm, where and where should I propose? What should I do? Oh, I think that I should propose at a wedding. Like, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, so, yeah, I think that is definitely a dismay. Um, and don't propose at a wedding. Find your own thing. Um, maybe be more creative. Christy's currently having some technical difficulties. Um, her iPad is having a moment, but also we're over like an hour at this point and not even sure how many of y'all are still listening to this, but if you are still listening to this, um, send us a D no if you're still listening to this go to our recent post on our gid instagram at get and dreamers and comment a comment a ring emoji since we're talking about weddings and i'll see how many people are still listening at this point in time i don't know how many people there will be but yeah, I am just waiting for Christy Pops to come back on. But if she doesn't, this can also be the outro. So since we're having technical difficulties, I think Christy is long gone. Her iPad is having issues. So we'll definitely talk about more wedding things in the future. Don't you worry. We'll definitely give more updates on venue shopping, wedding planning, all the things. Um, also, let us know what you guys want us to talk about next. Um, something that we didn't talk about, which I forgot to mention, was Spotify Wrapped and how we're in some people's top podcasts, which is crazy. And we also got a Spotify Wrapped like as podcasters. So they gave us all of the deets of like what our top episodes were and whatnot. And our top episode was a career episode where we were talking about jobs and how to like get your dream career. So if you guys want us to talk more about jobs and career stuff, let us know. If you want us to talk talk about social media, content creation, weddings. Maybe Christy will do a boyfriend reveal next episode. Who knows? So many things. We are definitely going to get on the grind in 2024. So many more things to come. We also are trying to see if we can like make YouTube videos in the new year. I don't know. We'll see you guys. Um, So make sure you guys follow us on Instagram. And then also make sure you guys follow us on our personal accounts. You can find me at it's Emily ever after. And then you can find Christy at it's Christy, not it's Christy at Christy underscore McKenna. Oh my gosh, she's sending me so many gifs of her being tired of this grandpa about her iPad. But anyways, make sure you guys follow us there. And then uh, what else? Make sure you guys give us a five-star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you haven't caught up on all of our recent episodes, make sure you guys go back and catch up because so many things have happened recently. So definitely go catch up. But yeah, um, I guess I'll get out of the car now because Christy already got out of the car. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but yeah, We'll get, either get out of the car or stay in the car, and we can jam out to some Taylor Swift and clown around together. But until next time, bye!